Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the big dog, Chasey J, joined alongside my boy, Nasty Nate. Nate, how the hell are you? I'm getting so pumped, man. I'm getting blue balls. We're three weeks, three weeks away. Uh, I'm getting excited. We only got two more of these left after this one, so Thank God. I'm excited to get into this season, though. I'm getting fantasy football. Got, got, I'm doing some mock drafts and getting ready. I know you're just a winged guy, but... We'll see. Yeah, you trying to get that last place team perfectly assembled? <laughs> I just it's can't. not as I easy as it sounds. I feel like I, I I don't feel good this year. Last year I felt good. I was like, oh, it's been a while. <laughs> I'm gonna come in this hot, and I did first place. You got did. My you, ass you, you started round. off hot, dude. I was like six six and zero, oh, seven and zero oh to start the season. I was the last undefeated guy. I was so upset because I'm on draft night, dude. I looked at both of our teams and I thought mine was hands down the better team. Me and you both said it. Long, I was like, dude, yeah, I was like, I'm so jealous of your team. I was like, I'm so jealous of your team. I was like, maybe Josh Allen can get a, you know, get me up, you know, above some people. But fuck, yeah, your team crashed and burned. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, I well, thought that, I we're not here to... so well. <laughs> we're not here to talk about fantasy football, though. Nathan, you will be coming out with. I mean, you're doing fantasy stuff, right? Isn't that something that's uh, going to happen? I'm, I'm going to try and do some fantasy stuff here soon. I'm, I think I might write a little fantasy, too. Like some sleepers that I like. I want to do it after the... Uh, I can't do it after the Because it will be too... I don't know. I'll well, figure you, well, out a can... time to post it. Because I don't want you cheating. I know your ass. You're going to look in the docs and be like, Oh, look at all the guys. Of course I'm going to look. Yeah, because I don't tell you shit. You know me. You can't open me up. I mean, you can, but in other ways. But all right. Well, this is um, the <laughs> AFC South part of the Octopod. But before I get into that, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PSO Sports One and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. Um, we talked about articles and stuff. We do have a website, PointlessSportsOpinions.com. Or is it just PointlessSports.com? PointlessSports.com. 
doing this sports stuff. I don't even know my own. Just type us in. We'll fucking pop up. I don't even know my own websites. Um, we'll pop. Yeah, check us out there. Type check us out into our the socials. Google. Type us into the Google. Whip us up. Um, but yeah, this is the AFC South part of the Octopod series here. Nathan, so tell me your first impressions of this division. Like, are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Because I think this, I mean, I've said this maybe after every pod, but I think this was the hardest division. I I think it really is because I think A.J. Brown leaving uh, Tennessee is going to be a massive hit. Nobody knows what Matt Ryan's going to bring to the table over Carson Wentz. Uh, the Texans are going to be the Texans, obviously. And then, um, who else is in their division? Jacksonville. We got Jacksonville. Jacksonville. You know, Jacksonville's kind of a wild card, too, because honestly, I, I you know, some people are projecting to be uh, well improved over last year, but I honestly, I don't see much of it. I don't, I don't know what Doug Peterson's going to bring to the table here. Obviously, a little bit more stability than Urban Meyer, I hope, but. I don't think this is going to be – I think overall this is going to be the worst division. Ooh. I mean, honestly, record – I'm kind of in the same boat too. Uh, um, actually, I can't I can't say that because in the uh, AFC South I had three losing record teams. I can't say that for the AFC South. Yeah, true. But I, I think for the AFC, AFC it might be the worst division Correct. in the AFC. Yes. Um. But let's get right into it. Let's talk about Jacksonville. I'm going to get spitting here. We're going to go quick. 3-14 and 14 record in 2021. Additions. Honestly, we all know the big one. Christian Kirk from the Cards got a four-year, <laughs> $72 fucking million dollar deal. He got the bag. They backed up the truck for him. You know, it was big. Um, they also signed Stonehands, Evan Ingram from the Giants. He signed a one-year deal. That dude, if you told me he had two bricks for hands, I'd believe it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he can't catch shit. That Shouldn't dude couldn't catch popcorn. chlamydia for my he couldn't catch chlamydia for my ex-girlfriend. Um, <laughs> offensive guard Brandon Sheriff from the Commanders. This is a big one. Brandon Sheriff was a, you know we talked about that being a big loss for the Commanders. It was, and this was a big pickup for Jacksonville. For sure, uh, they signed a three-year, forty-nine and a half million dollar deal. Um, we also got linebacker Foye Ulokun. <laughs> Didn't say that one right. But he signed a three-year, $45 million deal. And then cornerback Darius Williams signed a three-year, $30 million deal. Let me first say that my ex-girlfriend did not have chlamydia. That was just a joke. I, I don't want people to say anything. But, Nathan, what do you think about these additions, huh? Speaking of chlamydia, what do you think of Christian Kirk? <laughs> uh, I don't I'm, Obviously, w- w- my first reaction for that deal, that that's an insane deal. I don't know what they were doing there wasn't the best receiver on the market this offseason, but... Not at all. Not even... Was he top five? Arguable. I mean, I don't want to undervalue him either. I mean, but he played all 17 games last year. All 17 games, and he had 982 yards and five touchdowns on an offense that was kind of popping. I don't think that's that exciting. I mean, that's not bad, but no. no. but 17 games, like you even have the extra game and you're still getting under 1,000 yards and now you're a top five paid wide receiver? Fuck that. Yeah. 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 That's a bit that. nuts. Um, Brandon Sheriff, I think, is huge. But honestly, I think this was a big pickup for Jacksonville, getting Christian Kirk and Sheriff. I honestly think both of them are going to end up being decent picks because, I mean, Lawrence just needs an above-average receiver. And, I mean, Marvin Jones is good. I think Marvin Jones is, I think he could still perform, you know, and now you just got another guy that can give you a big play or two. So, you know, and if he has more time too, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I really, this is one of the, one of those wild card teams that I really don't know what to expect from them. I really didn't last year with, with Trevor Lawrence either, but it, it, it makes it harder. The Urban Meyer thing makes it so much harder because you don't really know what we saw out of Trevor Lawrence last year. Was that did that have anything to do with Urban Meyer? Or a is lot he of just? People, I think Urban Meyer made a lot of people worse. I'm sure, but I, you know, we we don't know how much that affected his performance. True. Um, but I mean, overall, I think they they did a good job in free agency. You got one of the best linemen out there, um, and then you got you know a pretty good wide receiver. You know. 
And also, you got Travis Etienne coming back. You know, James Robinson's coming off that, uh, was it Achilles, right? Yes. Yeah, like a big Achilles injury. Um, Travis Etienne, do you start? Now you got Travis Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, Travis Etienne, he's coming back. Um, But uh, James Robinson might be out a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they split carries with each other, you know? Get Etienne into the flow, and James Robinson, you know, he doesn't need to be rushed back from this shit. This is one of the times where it makes sense. Yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the few times it actually does. Um, so let's go through the subtractions here. Uh, they lost wide receiver Tavon Austin. He went to the Bills. Um, wide receiver DJ Clark. He went to the Lions. Um, offensive guard Andrew Norwell. He went to the Commanders. Linebacker Miles Jack. He went to the Steelers. And linebacker Damian Wilson. He went to the Panthers. I don't think this is that big of a blow on, on the law side here no definitely not yeah, yeah and, is... and that's I, I don't i don't see a whole lot of <clears throat> i didn't love their free agent class to be honest with you uh but what, as far as their subtractions they weren't very much either so i even out i i like their subtractions but uh you know i think they're gonna be improved this year but that's not very hard uh, you know, Tavon Austin, DJ Clark, not our DJ Chark. DJ Chark had some big, uh, had a few big games last year, but really kind of underperformed the rest of the time. But Miles Jack, he's a big loss on that defense, really. But he, he's he's aging. I don't, you know, long term future in, in Jacksonville probably wasn't really there. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like you made a lot of good points. And then also, I mean, let's get into the draft. Talk about their draft here a little bit. First round. First overall, I should say. Defensive end, Trevon Walker. We know, you know, it was, it was a big... It was controversial. Let's just say that. It was controversial, right? It's kind of a controversial pick. It was. Pick. I, um, I didn't that's love safe it. To say. um, they also got linebacker Devin Lloyd. Um, and then in the third, they got center Luke Fortner and linebacker Chad Mumma. Or I'm going to say Mumma. Mumma, I think. Yeah, it's Mumma. Or Mumma. I don't M- fucking know. Mumma. Mumma. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, what do you think about Trayvon Walker? I mean, let's not judge him as the first overall pick that he's going to get judged as. What do you think he's going to do as a rookie? I think he can. I think he's going to be a pretty solid rookie, to be honest. Like, he's got Josh Allen on the other side of the pass rush, uh, on on that other edge. I think this defense can take a big step. You know, Josh Allen was just by himself last year. They uh, who was uh, Chase on? They drafted him a, a couple of years ago. Uh, I think that was uh, Joe Burrow year. Sounds about right. He was, you know. He's underperformed. I think he's got three sacks in two years. So he's underperformed. Josh Allen just really has anybody else along with him on the pass rush. So that's going to make a big difference there. But I I wouldn't have gone with him at number one. I didn't think he was a top five maybe, but I wouldn't have gone number one. I'm not trying to jump the gun either, but damn. Aiden Hutchinson looks good in hard knocks. That kid looks like he's going to be. I, I feel like I'm going to regret not saying he was going to be full fetch. I think he's going to be a good player. I, I mean, I did say he's, he's going to be, be good. good. I just didn't say he was going to be amazing. But I think he, he has a good chance to be amazing, too. Um, yeah, I I would have take, uh, taken Hutchinson myself. But I don't think Trayvon Walker is going to be as bad as people think, either. I'm kind of off that. I remember. Remember when I told you he was going to go one, and nobody believed me. I I told you it came out within the yeah. last three like days, days of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it came out of nowhere. Everybody was. It was all Aiden Hutchinson, and then all of a sudden Trayvon Walker kind of made a, a push there in the last couple of days. I, I didn't see it coming. Um. So strength of schedule here. They are tied for twenty sixth. So, pretty easy schedule going into next year. 135, 153, and 1 opponent's record in 2021. Nathan, 
Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first on the big dog guess, or do we want the nasty Nate guess on how these Jacksonville Jaguars are going to look? You go first. Okay. Man, last year was absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Everything that could have went wrong for Jacksonville went wrong. I thought in the modern era, with this new passing and all this stuff, we would it would be very rare to see, you know, a first round talent at quarterback throw for more interceptions and touchdown passes. But we saw it twice with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. But after Urban got fired, that did look like a different team. I mean, they literally ended the Colts' chance at making the playoffs. Um, James Robinson turned himself into a fantasy god up until when he got hurt. Um, they're saying he should be ready to play week one. But at the same time, that injury, if you look at the history of the past running backs that have Achilles injuries, only one of them has come back, and it was that uh, Deontay uh, Freeman, that kid from uh, Tennessee. Yeah. He's the only yeah, one. And if that's the six Yeah, if that's the success story for an Achilles, ooh, you know, it's not an ACL, you know, this isn't like an AP comeback year type shit. Like, no, that's an Achilles. Like this this could completely change who he is. But on top of that, we got Travis Etienne coming back. So I mean hopefully he can stay healthy. But I mean we also have a bunch of question marks at the wide receivers, like I said, Christian Kirk. If he had a shitty year, I wouldn't be surprised, as positive as I have talked about him this podcast. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence, we don't even know if this kid's good. We really don't. I thought he was, you know, at least going to be an average quarterback. You couldn't tell me that that guy wasn't going to be like Mitch Trubisky for four years. You know, I could see that. But I did not see him being that bad. But he did look good towards the end of the season. Uh, that's, that's all, you know. I mean, it, Jesus. And on top of all of it. Trayvon Walker went first overall. Like, Jesus Christ. There, there's so many question marks with this team. Um, and on top of all of that, I mean, I, I can't stop talking. I, every time I, I think I'm done mentioning crazy shit, they signed Doug Peterson as a fucking head coach. <laughs> this team is very hard to judge. It could either be really good, really bad. I think it might be somewhere in the middle. I think they're going to go 6-11. and 11. I agree. I, I think I think this offense can be fun. At, it is going to be fun at times to watch. I don't think they're going to be consistent yeah. whatsoever, though. Uh, I think the only consistency they're going to find is maybe in a pass. The rest of it, yeah, I think they're going to have a tough time stopping the run. I think they're going to have a tough time uh, running the ball, passing the ball. I can, you know... They kind of use him as guy in Arizona for the last couple of years. Uh, I think that could be fun to watch. Trevor Lawrence, he's got the legs, he's got an arm. We know he's, we know he can do it. We've seen him do it, but it was at the college level. Can he do it at the pro level? Yeah. I don't know, man. And that's the I thing don't that makes see this enough. Team, I think really tough too. Like how you said at the beginning, you were talking about their defense. Like, if this defense is as good as they look like they're going to be, they're going to be a good defense. So then if the offense is just average, they can get some wins. That's why I'm, That's why I was kind of skeptical with six wins. But at the same time, I was skeptical with it being too high. I think you're high. You think I'm high? <laughs> I think you're high. I'm going I three and smoke. 14. <laughs> three and 14? Damn. Are you, I mean, what do you think? You think it's done with Trevor Lawrence then? I don't. I don't know. No, I don't think they're done with him yet. Here's I, I don't. I just don't think. If, you, if they go three and if they go three and fourteen, you have to Josh Rosen his ass and get him out of there. Especially if a decent quarterback comes up in the draft. Or uh, yeah, just Josh Rosen him, get him out. Right? If he does that bad. Know, Three and fourteen. There's this no guy promise was supposed there. To be a, this guy's just supposed to be a generational kind of talent, and two years in, they're just going to can him. Hey, I mean, Marcus Russell look good. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm not generational, but he did look good. They've been scouting you know this kid since seventh grade. 
He, they said he could have went first overall in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Maybe, uh, what do you do? Like, I don't know. It, it depends what kind of year he has, though. Because, you know, if if he's putting up. Name me a year a quarterback did good in a 3-14 and 14 fucking season. Exactly. Not, no, no. I'm not saying he, he can perform well and do that, but if he puts up halfway competent numbers and it's the defense can't stop giving up, you know, 40 points a game, 30, 40 points a game, <clears throat> I, don't, I mean, you can't get him after that. Yeah, if he shows progression know. from last year. But how are you going to show progression for, with a 3-14 and 14 team? He's not bad, and it's going to be on him. There's not one time that I saw a quarterback go 3-14 and 14 and said, damn, he looked okay. Have you ever seen a 3-14 and 14 quarterback not lose his job? Not lose his job? Yeah. I'm trying to think. It's happened. No. Who? Zach Wilson? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about two years in a row. Two years in a row. Well, that's, that's fair. What I'm talking about. Yeah. But like, I, can you the first year, though, with Urban Meyer? I think, yeah. I mean, they count I mean, I on I feel like you got to give him a little benefit of the doubt, you know? After dealing with that bullshit, he's kicking his kicker. He was kicking a lot of other things too. Um, <laughs> what do you think about? All right, all right. Okay. Final thoughts on Jacksonville. Not much. I might be a little low on that. I think you're a little low. I, but then again, I might be a little. You might low. be right. You never. I know. think you never. Know. But I, I really if do think you're a little bit high. I could see four or five, <laughs> maybe, but. I mean, it's probably somewhere in between. Yeah, that's what we do the pod for. Um, that's right. Okay, we're off to a good start. Two different answers. I like this because we've gotten <laughs> almost every other thing almost identically right. I know. Um, so next team is, is the Houston Texans. They actually didn't even finish last in their division last year. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, they went 4-13 in 2021. Let's go through their additions here. Um, it, uh, let me just leave it at this. It wasn't much. Like, they mostly didn't do shit. They did take a flyer on Marlon Mack from the Colts. He signed a one-year deal for $2 million. And then they acquired uh, linebacker Blake Cashman in a trade with the Jets. Sorry. For a 2023 six-round pick. Oh, my. They didn't do anything. Did they try the least out of the bottom-tier teams? Yeah. <laughs> do you think my favorite this thing one free about... Agent. My favorite thing about looking at this free agent list, they didn't sign one free agent. This is just the notable free agents. The rest of the guys, like, under 10 starts yeah. last season. You know, like, they're just not worth a shit, yeah. you know. Um, my favorite thing about the Texans is them, you know, wh- who's the last running back they had? David Johnson. A guy that nobody gave a shit about anymore because he wasn't good anymore. So what do they do? They go and sign Marlon Mack, another running back. Guess what? Running backs don't magically get back in their prime. <laughs> that doesn't fucking happen. They don't magically get no. you know better after five seasons of sucking ass. Marlon Mack, uh, he's done bad the last couple seasons. He lost his job, obviously, to Jonathan Taylor. I think. I mean, I'm curious to see how he does. You know, but they didn't even try. I feel like the Texans didn't even try. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, in this, obviously the Texans are going through a lot right now. You know, I don't know. Like, at some point, they didn't lose a whole lot. They didn't get a whole lot. True. I, I thought, initially, I thought they did have a decent draft. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get think, on that. The, the, yeah. The draft is pretty yeah, I, good. And it, I really did think that. But otherwise, you know, they didn't go out and sign a bunch of free agents. They didn't go trade for anybody. This is the time they 
and free agents. And that's that's the thing. Like that's why I don't have a huge problem going out and getting Christian Kirk for Jacksonville. You know, yeah, he's not a top five talent receiver in the league, but he's young and he's he's going to be solid for the next four years. Yeah. You know, those are the guys you need to be go out going out and getting right now. But you know, they also don't have. Do they have their quarterback? Nobody. Uh, Davis Mills. Jeez, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I'll tell you what, and, and I told you this last year. I kind of liked him, but I don't, I don't know if he can overcome he's not this. A franchise, yeah, he's not a, not even overcoming. I don't think. I think this guy's like a Case Keenum type. I think he's a good backup. Like that's what he is. I'm sorry. I didn't think that. You know, I know he had probably the best rookie stat sheet out of all of them. But I'm still taking Lawrence. I'm still taking Justin Fields. I'm, I'm or die on that hill, I guess. But Davis Mills just. I, he's like a Teddy Bridgewater. I don't want Teddy Bridgewater. You see, my dog doesn't want Teddy Bridgewater either. Um, no, let's talk no, about some subtractions here. <laughs> um, <coughs> they lost quarterback Tyrod Taylor. He started a lot of games last year um, for the Texans. He went to the Giants. Um, quarterback Deshaun Watson, as we know, he was traded to the Browns. We'll talk about that next week. Um, running back David Johnson, as I said, he still ra- uh, remains unsigned. No surprise there. Um, wide receiver Danny Amendola, he retired. Tough luck. Damn shame. Damn shame. I'm I miss like Amendola. Me too. Cornerback um, Terrence Mitchell, he's gone. He went to the Patriots. And then safety Justin Reed, he went to the Chiefs. Um, I'm trying to think here. What? Uh, I, I don't really think they lost that much. In they re- that's what I said. They really didn't. I mean... Tyrod Taylor. I don't know if he's better than Davis Mills. I wouldn't really consider that. No. A huge I would loss, definitely but... roll the die. Let me. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Roll the dice with Davis Mills before I roll it with Tyra. Yeah. Obviously, the Sean situation's about that. Uh, David Johnson, they replaced him with Marlon Mack, so they should be fine there. That's a positive, I think. <laughs> uh, Amendola, you know, he at this point in his career wasn't contributing a whole. Uh, really, didn't lose a whole lot. This Justin Reed, I think. The, you know, that's, he's, he was a big part of their defense in that die. secondary, but yeah, but. Uh, other, otherwise, I don't really think they lost much. True. And as I'm about to jump into, they replaced a lot of these guys in the draft. Um, so let they me did. go through it here. First round, we had cornerback Derek Stingley Jr., and they also got offensive guard Love that pick. Uh, Kenyon Green. <laughs> both great. I, I think both are good picks. Um, second round, they got safety Jalen Petrie. Remember that guy? I talked about him on the pod. He jumped all the way up to the second round. I was pumped about that. Um, and then they also got wide receiver John Michi the third. Um, third round, they got linebacker Christian Harris. And then fourth round, they got running back uh, Damian uh, Priest. Or Pierce. I, I always want to say Priest because that's a fucking wrestler. Um, <laughs> but it's Damian Pierce. Uh, yeah, Nathan, talk about the draft a little bit. What do you, what do you think about um, good old Texans pick? Uh, Derek Stanley Jr., I think he's going to be a – High level, high level corner. Uh, I think he's going to be very good. Uh, the Kenyan Green. 
This is, you know, Davis Mills is a guy that doesn't have the legs. If they make it work with him, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their plan really is. Quarterback next year or not. I don't know. But uh, John Mechie, that, unfortunately, what happened with him, he's battling cancer right now. So uh, yeah. good luck to him. Um, hope, he, hope he's okay. Christian Harris but and, and Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce... I thought got a little bit undervalued in the draft. I thought he was going to go a bit earlier than that, but uh, and the Christian Harris, I really like that pick. Christian Harris is going to be a good linebacker. He, he's more of an inside. He's not a pass rusher. Uh, more of an off-ball linebacker. Nice. You got they they got a steal in the third round. I think so. You think uh, I, I like Damian Pierce is going to start more games than uh, than Mac? Yes. Ooh. I mean, honestly, these, this is where you find the running backs. That's like the honey hole running backs, like third, fourth, fifth round. Like, that's that's where you get the good ones, at least. Yeah, exactly. You that's find them there yeah, all day long. Sa- <laughs> turn chicken shit in the t- till, uh, chicken salad. Um, strength of schedule this year, they're 19th, 141-148 opponent's record in 2021. Nathan... Do you want to go first with the Texans, or are you going to let me put myself out of my misery and talk about this shitty team? I'm going to let you sit there in misery a little bit longer. <laughs> I... yeah, you're sitting in misery. You're from Missouri. That's 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 true. Yeah, so I got to get out of here <laughs> <Okay>, first. Uh, <laughs> no, like I really just don't. I don't see much this team whatsoever. They've they've got some good young talent in the draft. I think. But they are nowhere close to really competing right now. I have the the Seahawks as the worst team in the league, and I truly think they will be the worst team in the league this year. And I, I'll tell you what, I have the Texans at two and fifteen. Oh Jesus Christ! You're brutal to these fucking teams. You think I'm they're gonna... all gonna get beat up? I'm going to bump the Texans to 3-14 and 14 just because I think the Seahawks are the worst team. Jesus. What do you have? The Seahawks going 2-15, and 15, right? Yes. So you have 2-15. and 15. Honestly, your records make more sense than mine. I'm more optimistic. My, like, lowest, I think I gave them three wins. And then after that, like, I think it, I don't even think I gave a team four yet. Oh, seriously? Yeah, I think I've been a little too generous with some of these teams. <laughs> Honestly, I could see it happening, though. I mean, geez. Uh, like he's, I mean, you hit the nail right on the head with the Davis Mills shit. What are we doing? Are we just going to try it? I mean, my thing is, is like, I would be all for it. If they would come out and be like, yo, we're committing to this kid. We want this kid. We're going to give him a shot. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we're going to give him a shot. Like, that's what I want to hear. Instead, it's like, it's kind of crickets from the Texans' end. And it's kind of like, oh, we don't know. Like, we might go with another quarterback. You know, in the draft, I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, I don't understand doing that to Davis Mills either. I think he's actually a decent quarterback. I think so. But man, the Lovey Smith era in Houston is is going to be a, a glorious one. I I never thought I would never. say that the Lovey Smith era has begun after the turd that he left in Illinois. Jesus Christ. I've never... Like, that program... They didn't have a winning record the whole time he was there, and he was one of the highest-paid head coaches. Yeah. And then he got a head coaching job in the NFL. He got promoted. It, and it definitely seems like they're kind of like, hey, Lovey, we're going to give you the fucking keys. You know, it doesn't sound like we're, they're holding back with Lovey. They're going full-on Lovey Smith. A lot of Lovey. I, don't, I do not see this... Exp- I really don't. I want to see it end well. Just I don't know. It makes I, no sense and I don't even know what. I don't even know what the experiment is, and I don't see it ending well. I don't think anybody does. It's like, you don't you want to go with like, especially in the era that we're in now, which is all these young coaches, all these young coaches out there, young offensive minds. That would have been great on this team. Instead, you threw the old fucking dinosaur, Lovey Smith, that hasn't yep. been good since the 2008 Bears season, like. I, this doesn't surprise me at the same time, though, because this is the same team that gave the keys to Bill O'Brien. 
I, I mean, I, I wish I could say I was, I was surprised. They actually had a good draft, though. I think they have a nice... I like what they're doing. They're going really, really young um, and just kind of like growing the young guys, getting the defense started from the ground up. Um, I think they're going to be feisty because last year they were feisty, too. And I think Davis Mills, he's going to keep them in games. But, Jesus, they didn't sign Dick for free agents. I think they're going 5-11. and 11. No, and who's he throwing to? Uh, shit, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I honestly... Know. Uh, Robert Woods. He's on the Titans. Right? Or not Robert Woods. Who am I thinking of? Brandon Cooks. Right? Yeah, he, he does have Brandon Cooks, I'm pretty sure. But... Yeah, Brandon Cooks, yeah. I, was about to, I always get him and Robert Woods confused. But Brandon Cooks and 1,000 yards and six touchdowns last season, too, by the way. Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins... And Chris Conley are their top three receivers. Jesus Christ, gag me with a spoon. Never mind. They're going four and four and uh, <laughs> uh, five and eleven. It's not even right, anyways. It's five and twelve. Jesus Christ! I didn't quit drinking wine when I do my fucking picks. They're um, running back. They're going four and chart is Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead. They're going. They're going four. And th- Never mind. They're going zero and seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna keep dropping the fucking numbers. Um, Let's call the okay. shots. Lovey Smith. I honestly want Lovey to do good, just because it doesn't make a damn lick of sense. It doesn't. But yeah, I don't think they're four and thirteen. Not Texans anymore. Um, right. Colts. Indianapolis Colts. This is going to be a good one. Nine and eight record in twenty twenty one. Let's go through their additions. They have a really you know fun additions list. Uh, they got big dick Nick Foles. Signed from the Bears, a two-year hey. deal. Um, Reunite. Reunite. Hell yeah. Him and Frank Wright, yeah. Get the, yep. get the Super Bowl glory again. Um, <laughs> then they also got quarterback well, Matt Ryan from well, the Falcons. Nick, he was big Nick Magic. Hey, I mean, if there's a team to do it with, it's Cole's team. They got, you know, they're kind of similar to those Eagles in some way. Um, actually, no, I'm going to take that back. Um, but, yeah, Matt Ryan acquired in a trade with the Falcons. Um, just for a third round pick too. Not much for old Matt. Um, they got running back Philip Lindsay. He signed a one year deal. Um, defensive end Yannick Ngaku. He was acquired in a trade with the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for corner Rocky Asin. Okay, right. <laughs> oh, that's fine. And then they also got uh, Stephon Gilmore. He signed a two year, twenty million dollar deal. And then they got safety Rodney McLeod. Nathan, what do you think about their pickups? So, realistically, I mean, the Nick Foles and the Philip Lindsay uh, additions, I think, are pretty much a non, non-factor. Yannick uh, Ngakwe. <clears throat> I think that was a pretty decent trade. Uh, getting another guy off the uh, off the edge, them, edge for them. They kind of struggled in that department last year. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, we'll see what he's got left. I don't know. <laughs> you know and then... Uh, Rodney McLeod might be a good uh, he'll be a good addition to the secondary there but I think the only big addition here to talk about is Matt Ryan okay what, get into the Matty the, Ice talk what is Matt Ryan going to provide you that Carson Wentz did not comfortability I think you nailed it right on the head there. Because Reliability? If you, if you look at Carson Wentz, though, last year, his stats weren't terrible. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan, I know, is not going to throw an underhand pass in the playoff game that gets intercepted for the game. It, or not even a playoff game. <laughs> exactly. Comfortability. Comfortability. That's, I think you nailed it right on the head with that. Comfortable Matt Ryan. He's that. Uh, he's that guy that the girls that like have high body count state after they're like done with the whole phase. <laughs> it's like, all right, Matt Ryan's going to treat you like a queen and you don't need to seek attention out elsewhere. Like, he's not going to, anytime he mis- scrambles outside the pocket, you're not going to want to vomit. Yeah, exactly. You're fine <laughs> with him scrambling outside the pocket. <laughs> okay. This is going to go too far. Uh, uh, um, I like Matty ice getting picked up by the Colts. The more and more I think about it, the more and more I like, um, the pickup. I think he's going to be a, a really good game manager for this team. I think him and Jonathan Taylor 
I'm really excited because some of Matt Ryan's best years were him and Michael Turner um, for the Falcons. I mean, but then again, they had Cordero last year and he didn't do dick. Um, but he's this is a lot better team than the Falcons, we can honestly say, by far. So I think he's going to have a big impact, uh, especially being safer with the ball. Even though Wentz, he turned it over, or he had ten less, or under 10 interceptions, I'm pretty sure. I think he had seven yeah. or something off the top of my so. head. <clears throat> but... Still, Matt Ryan, I think. I think Matt Ryan could honestly, uh, he can make more plays. I'm excited to see him and uh, Michael Pittman Jr. I think they're going to be a pretty good pretty good combo between the two of them. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like the pickups, too. So. Offensively, I, I just, Matt Ryan, I don't, I don't think he's going to add much as far as ceiling, but I think your, your floor is going to be higher. And also think about it, too. We're getting Matt Ryan, the Falcons, probably have bottom five offensive lines in the league. Is that safe to say? Yeah, especially the last few years, for sure. And the the Colts are, have always been top five. Always, you know. <clears throat> they got all them, them Notre Dame guys up there. Give me Quentin Nelson, you know. True. Like, they got some hosses up, up front. So he's going to have more time. And look at what Jonathan Taylor did with this O-line last year. I'm not saying he's not good, but... I'm just saying, like, the offensive line's good, too. So, uh, I think it'll give him more time. You know, Matty Ice can be a little more precise. Um, subtractions here. As we talked about, they lost Carson Wentz. He was traded to the Commanders. Marlon Mack, we talked about it earlier. He went to the Texans. Not that big of a hit. Um, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton. He's gone. He still remains unsigned, too. That's a guy that uh, Baltimore might overpay. Um, <laughs> wide receiver Zach Paschal. He went to the Eagles. Um, tight end uh, Jack Doyle. Remember him? He retired, unfortunately. Um, offensive tackle Eric Fisher, uh, another guy that that's kind of well known. He still remains unsigned as well. I think he's a little past prime though. I just want to put him on there because you know Eric Fisher. He, he used to be good. Um, offensive guard Chris Reed. He went to the Vikings. Cornerback Xavier Rhodes. He still remains unsigned too. Cornerback Rocky Asin. I talked about him. He went to he got traded uh, to the Raiders. Um, safety George Odom, right? He went to the 49ers. And then safety Kari Willis. He retired. So, I mean, they kind of got a hefty loss list here. But a lot of the guys, I think, uh, I think we're getting in another situation where it's not that big of a deal. I, I really agree. I mean, you're going down this list and – <clears throat> their subtractions were mostly either retired, unsigned, just old and really, not a, you know, Marlon Mack leaving doesn't really matter. Carson Wentz. I don't think you're losing anything with Matt Ryan. I just don't know how much you're gaining. So if anything, looking at, you know, addition subtractions, this team will be better than last year. Just a question of how much. I like that. That was a good segue, too. You ended that perfectly. I think they're going to be better than last year. But it just depends how much. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You need to start reading some child stories or some shit. <laughs> Nighttime, bedtime stories. Um, so in the draft, in the second round, they took wide receiver Alec Pierce. Third round, they took tight end Jelani Woods. And offense tackle um, Bernhard Raman. Raymond, Raymond, and safety Nick Cross. So, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know jack shit about any of these guys. I really don't. <clears throat> okay, that's, you want to move past it? Let's just move on. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what. That's why I I put pointless in the title because I wanted it to be like, okay, when I know something, I know something. But when I don't, I'm just gonna skip over it because I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about these guys. I'm just gonna let it be. Um, strength of schedule. Tied for 26th, one of the easiest schedules in the league. For some reason, I did not put their um, opponent's win-loss record in here. But I, I tied for 22nd, this team. Well, 20, you said 26th? Or 26th. Yeah, 26th. Uh, uh, 135, 135, 153. and 1. Yeah. It's the same as there the Jags. I'm going to start making you, you write the docs. No, it's the yeah, same as right. the Jags. Yeah, it is the same. Yeah, you're right. you're right. Shut up. You still need to write the docs. 
Um, <laughs> I used to until these. <clears throat> Tell me, do you want me to go on the Colts or do you want to? I want you to go. Okay. I think that Matt Ryan is an improvement. I, I agree with you, say, with how much. I don't know. But this team is tough. This team is really tough. to Not like tough like physical-wise. I'm talking about like tough to rate. I don't know. I really don't know. Can Jonathan Taylor come out and do the same thing he did last year? If he told me no, I'd believe it. I really would. You know, I, I don't know if this guy's... I, I need another year out of Jonathan Taylor before I'm like, okay, this guy's legitimate. I, I think... Okay, I, I think he's a really good running back, but I don't know if he can put up the numbers that he did last year. Last year was crazy. I think with this O-line, though, Matt Ryan, and like I said, Jonathan Taylor, that's going to be a good combo. I think he's, he's going to – Matt Ryan is going to game-manage the Colts to a 9-8 and eight record. And I think – I mean, they could potentially win the division, but we'll get into that later. 9-8, and eight, I think that's a little harsh. Give me the uh, opposite. So, so the way I see it, they went nine and eight last year. Matt Ryan, overall, I would say this team improves. I think their division got a little bit worse than last year, and I think they kind of just stayed just as good as they were. I, I really don't see many ups and downs here. I'm gonna say they go twelve and five. I'm gonna oh. say they win. I, it, it's Jesus. Twenty sixth toughest schedule, man, and it shows. Like. They start out with the Texans, Jags, and then the Chiefs. Then they got the Titans, Broncos, and Jags. That's their first uh, six games, and they can easily come out of there four or two, five and one. Who do you think? Wait, 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 wait. I mean, at the, I agree with the first two. I don't think they're beating the Chiefs. No. Tennessee, I think they're going to split. Denver, I think they're going to lose. Hold on. Hold on. We got to walk through this. This is the one. I'm going to walk through this one. Jacksonville, win or loss? Win. Tennessee, win or loss? Wait, wait, wait. I I jumped around. Texans first, win. Texans, win. Jags, win. Kansas City, loss. Okay, two and one. Tennessee, loss. Okay, two and two. Denver, two and three. Jacksonville, win. Three and three. Tennessee again, win. Four this is three. where I have them rambling off some wins here. They've got Washington. The, <clears throat> win. Five and three. New England. Win. Six and three. Las Vegas. Win. Jesus. Seven and three. Okay, I, I get it. I get your point. I get your point. A lot of those uh, Philly. What about Philly? Win. No, get the fuck out. That okay, that I'm could I, I could that one <laughs> I could go either way for sure. I, the I think they one. have a lot of games the, like that. That's why I can't give them 12 wins. I think they're going 50-50 on the Patriots. I think they're going 50-50 on Vegas. I did the Patriots, man. I, I'm liking them less and less and less this year. Yeah, I'm curious about the Mac Jones project, though. I just they're they're going to be so reliant on their defense, and they don't have any corners. That's I just don't get it. But they uh, do have an easy record. 12-5, man. I am losing to the Chiefs, Broncos, Vikings, and Chargers. The highest I go is 10-7. and seven. Maybe. I just think <clears throat> as many games as they could win, they could also lose. See, now, I could – the worst I would give this team without anything crazy, you know, like major injuries or something like that, I would say is probably – 10 wins. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sticking to 9 and 8. 9 and 8 Seriously? for the Colts. Yeah, I'm sticking to 9 and 8. I ain't moving. All um, right. Let's move on. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch, though. I think if they can work, though, like if it all works out, hell yeah. I think best case scenario, 12 and 5. Matt Ryan, nice 12 win season. Do what Phillip Rivers did. But Phillip Rivers went 10 and 6, I'm pretty sure. But still, I think they can have a Phillip Rivers type year. Um, Tennessee. I'm excited to talk about Tennessee. I am. Tennessee. Tennessee was good last year. They went 12 and five in 2021. Let's talk about their additions. We talked about Robert Woods on accident earlier, but he was acquired in a trade with the Rams for a 2023 six round pick. So very, very fucking easy apparently to get Robert Woods. 
Um, tight end Austin Hooper from Cleveland. He signed a one-year, $6 million deal, and then they re-signed some people. That's it. That's it. They, they re-signed a lot of people, honestly, though. You know, they had a, a pretty decent re-sign list. Um, yeah, and, and Dontrell Hillard. I don't, I don't, the, the Austin Hooper deal, a big addition for them this year. I think they're going to need some, uh, I think they're going to need that kind of safe outlet, big target, tight end kind of guy. That's going to give that to him because I, I think this, other than Derrick Henry, this, this team could easily implode this year. Derrick Henry, good too. I mean, true. coming off some injuries last year, uh, you never know what that's going to do to him, so. But I expect him to be much of the same. Okay, I want to talk about the subtractions quick, and then we're going to just talk about subtractions and additions as like a whole. How about that? Because I feel like the, you can't talk about the additions without talking about the subtractions, especially with the sure. Titans. Um, running back, uh, Deontay Foreman. Um, he went to the Panthers. Wide receiver, A.J. Brown. He was traded to the Eagles. A blockbuster trade, as we know. Julio Jones, also gone. He went to the Buccaneers. Offensive guard, David Cuisenberry, he went to the Bills. Roger Saffold, offensive guard, he went to the Bills as well. Linebacker, Jalen Brown, or Jayon? Jayon? Jayon Brown. Um, he went to the Raiders. Linebacker, Rashawn Evans. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Rashawn Evans, <laughs> he went to the Falcons. Cornerback, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, he remains unsigned. And then cornerback, Buster Scrine, he, uh, he retired. What are you laughing at? Jack Rabbit. I don't even know if that fucking dude actually like played in the games. I just saw that they lost <laughs> and Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Jack Rabbit Jenkins is gone. I think that's a tough blow. That's oh, a big it's Janoris loss. Jenkins. It's just it's Janoris Jenkins. Why did he go by Jack um, Rabbit? Why the fuck is that labeled? Is that his new the, nickname? I guess so. Just, has Janoris Jenkins always went by Jackrabbit, like officially, like Ocho Cinco oh, type shit? shit? But Ocho, did did Janoris actually change his name? Because Ocho Cinco legally changed his name to Ocho Cinco. I don't know, but all I know is in like the sheet, it said Jackrabbit Jenkins. I'm no, not, I, I mean, you. obviously. Because I remember hearing um, that last year on a broadcast. Okay, let's actually talk about the additions and subtractions. <laughs> Robert Woods. Right. I'm not saying that it's a replacement for AJ Brown or Julio, but is Robert Woods at least a big enough band aid to keep this Titans team afloat offensively with Ryan Tannehill? Short answer: I don't see how. And not that Robert Woods is a bad receiver, but in in this offense, I don't. See you got Ryan Tannehill, and then you got Derrick Henry. Is Robert Woods going to be able to fill? AJ Brown shoes? Absolutely not. I don't think so. It's tough shoes, Phil. I like. I don't see this team getting any better. No, I don't think they did either. Um. Okay, you want to go through their their draft here? Yes, I would love Wide to receiver. because. Yeah, I really want to talk. I I want to give my my pick. You know, I just want to say what I think the Titans are going to do. That's why I keep speeding through this shit. Um, Traylon Burks, he was drafted in the first round. Second round, cornerback Roger McCreary. Third round, offensive tackle Nicholas Petit-Faree. Um, and then they also got Malik, Will uh, Malik Willis in the third round. Fourth round, they took running back Hassan Haskins. And also they took tight end um, Chigazim, Chigazim uh, Okonkwo. 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 Oh, yeah, it's Whoa. Okonkwo. Chigazium Okonkwo. Isn't that fucking dope? I hope that guy ends up being good. I watched <laughs> some of his highlights because I really wanted to make sure I said his name right. Uh, Nathan, what do you think? Okay, so now let me let me one-up it here. What do you think about Robert Woods and Traylon Burks? Is it a big enough Band-Aid? No. Still no. <laughs> They're still gushing out blood? I, st I really do think so. Like, I don't think... If they are team... a bandage, is this... Is the Titans going to die with that wound of AJ Brown? Yes, and, and it might not be this year. I don't, I don't know that they fully bleed out this year, but I think this is going to slowly be the end of the Ryan Tannehill <laughs> era in out. Tennessee. 
I mean, we've talked about it. I think we did a pod like this or that or some shit where we did Matt Ryan versus Ryan Tannehill, and their numbers are fucking almost identical last season. Like, yeah. they had very, very similar seasons. Um, I trust Tannehill a lot less. Tannehill fucking imploded. I, I just want to get tied. They have the 24th hardest schedule. And, Nathan, do you want to give your take or do you want me to give mine? Uh... I'd like to give mine first. Okay, go first on the Titans. So first of all, the I, I think this is the last year of Tannehill. Like I said, the last I, I really dance. don't. I, this it's is the last dance for Ryan Tannehill. It's not going to. That's end the most boring well fucking face. documentary I've ever heard. <laughs> Tannehill's <laughs> last dance. Tannehill, the last dance. <laughs> Actually, it'd be to... it'd be Tannehill, his last chance. <laughs> I think that's a little bit more accurate, yeah. No, it, it, like, I, it, they drafted Malik Willis in the third round. I don't, and the, I think they're going to be caught in kind of a, a tough window here because I don't know that Malik Willis is going to be ready a year from now. Yeah. He's a, he's a raw talent. He looked good in preseason. Did he, though? Yeah, I thought he did. He made a couple mistakes, but, I mean, he's exciting. He got pulled from the game because, and uh, this is per Mike Rabel, he said he wanted him to throw the ball and he wouldn't throw the ball. See, and that's yeah, he scrambles where you exactly, and that that's a trap that it's rookie or, or you know young quarterbacks that have those legs and can make plays with their legs tend to get trapped in kind of that they get too too reliant on their legs. They're not confident enough in their arm, which he's got a cannon. He's got a good arm. He does. I think so. I think he might struggle with accuracy, but he's got a hell of an arm. Anyway, you know so you know who's similar to that? Uh oh. One Lamar Jackson. Another guy that a lot of people said he wasn't ready. I Lamar went not. late first round, and you know Malik Willis went in the third. I'm not comparing the two. I mean, I was comparing the two, but I'm just throwing some, you know, Say I'm giving some optimism. Say cannon of an arm, though. You're full of shit. Lamar can fucking sling it. That's all his fucking home runs. Marquise Brown doesn't catch actual touchdowns. He catches 40-yard bombs because they triple-team Mark Andrews. Lamar <laughs> can throw it. He led the league in touchdown passes, damn it. I'm tired of people saying he can't fucking throw. We're not talking about the AFC North, though. So, give me... What do you think is going to happen? What's the record? <clears throat> I think I, I think they're going to hover right around 500 all year. I see them ending up. I'm going to go. I'm going to go nine and eight, but it, it could very well be eight and nine. This is the but, one team that we actually are right on the head. But they, either way, I think they're missing the playoffs. Ooh, I don't. Eh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I could see it. Um, the Titans are a very confusing team as well. Just because, I mean, they went 12-5 and five last year. And when Derrick Henry's healthy, this is a juggernaut. It really is. It's a tough team to beat, especially if Ryan Tannehill is just average. Or, I mean, even what he did last year. Like, they went 12-5 and five with Ryan Tannehill. What, he, he only threw 26 touchdowns or something like that? He'd, uh, he, you know, he, he's a good game manager. And honestly, you know, if Derrick Henry is 100% healthy, I think maybe the playoffs turn around, too. You never know. Um, but... Tannehill fucking lost it in the playoffs. He looked absolutely horrible, and I don't think a quarterback can physically come back from that. I think it's very hard for a quarterback to come back from that. I think good quarterbacks can come back from that. I don't think Tannehill's getting old. He's getting up there in age, you know, and I think his his production is dropping a lot. Um, Also, throw on top of the fact that they lost their number one and number two wide receiver last season. As much as you want to talk shit on Julio, I know, oh, he wasn't a number two. He was their second fucking wide receiver. He was the second most talented wide receiver on that roster behind A.J. Brown. And guess what? They lost both of them. Tannehill's 34. Yeah, Tannehill. I mean, how old's Matt Ryan? 36, 37? I mean, he's probably fucking almost 40 now at this point. I don't even know. Yeah, he is. These quarterbacks are confusing. But still, like 34, he's not young. He's starting the regression. And if he regresses, like in the playoffs, we saw him choke. He choked. And guess Matt what? Ryan's average 37. quarterback. The last average quarterback I can think of having like an epic choke job like that, like Tannehill did, 
was Kirk Cousins. And guess what? Kirk Cousins hasn't won shit since since he lost to the 49ers either. You know, like, I just think this is... I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is past Brian either. They're in different standpoints. I'm just saying they're both average quarterbacks. But I don't know how Henry's going to hold up this year. I really don't. I think, especially with the fact that you know, you know they're going to give him a heavy workload no matter what. He's going to get a fucking heavy workload. And that's that's scary. I, I don't think they're going to ease him back in the shit. I think he's going to go out there and he's... and. They talked about it a lot. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Think about a Derrick Henry past his prime. A guy getting 20, 25 carries and getting like 60, 70 yards. That's debilitating for a team. Uh-huh. That's bad. That's like really, really bad. Like if we can he, see like. If he pulls a Zeke type reg- regression one of these years. Yeah. That's a good. Titans. Good comparison. I like that one. Um, I'm going to give a hot take. You ready for a hot take? Uh-oh. This I has no core. My funny thing about my hot takes is they're not what I actually think, I guess, because I, it has no correlation towards my win-loss record. I think they're going 9-8. and eight. It's going to be a toss-up if they win the division with the Colts. But I'm going to say that I think that Malik Willis is going to start more games this rookie year than any other rookie at quarterback. I think Kenny Pickett's going to get benched early as shit, and if if the Titans look bad, you know, however many games into the season, I mean, you got them losing twice to to Indianapolis. I think that's going to be. I think I, they definitely have a chance to be like a a four and eight to start the season team, you know, maybe even like I just I don't see. Especially if they get another Henry injury, I mean, you can't rely on Tannehill another year. You just can't. You know no, they got. I, I really don't think Giants. so. Not with Tannehill and and uh, Robert Woods. True. And like see, at I, the end of the season, I see like, AJ Brown as a as a number one. Like that's they didn't replace a number one. One hundred percent, he is. No, no, not at all. And they have a stretch uh, after their bye week: Indianapolis, Houston, easy game. Then they go KC, Denver, Green Bay, Cincy, Philly. And Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville might put, give them fits this year. They might be a sneaky, feisty team. they got to get wins somewhere. Jacksonville's going to beat somebody. And I think Tennessee, I would be surprised if Tennessee's one of them. And then they got the Chargers. True. They could fucking, they could go one in however many games I just said. You know? And I wouldn't be surprised. I, I just think this, this team is going to kind of implode this season a little bit. Um, but if Derek, I, I just have to be complacent to the fact if Derrick Henry doesn't get hurt. So I'm going to meet in the middle. I'm going to go 9-8. and eight. That's my reasoning behind it. I, I think that's pretty realistic. Okay. I, yeah. over, I mean, over under you set think it's realistic. You picked the same <laughs> You picked the same fucking answer. Of course you think it's realistic. <laughs> I think we're both realistic there. True. Okay. Let's go through the list here. Tennessee. Oh, I, I go up, up to the top. I got Jacksonville going six and eleven, or I, I changed it to five and eleven, or five and twelve, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, five and twelve, five and twelve for Jacksonville. Um, you had three and fourteen. No, no, I yeah, yeah, three and fourteen. Um, I have the Texans going four and thirteen. I had three and fourteen. Okay, kind of close. And then um, I had the Colts going nine and or ten and seven, winning their division. 12 and 5. 12 and 5 for the good old the good old Colts and then um I had the Texans going 17 and 0. 17 and or 0. The, the Titans going 17 and 0. Just kidding. Uh the, I got them going 9 and 8. 9 and 8 as well. All right. Final thoughts. You go first. You want me to go first? Hold on, I got to pull it up. Oh, I'm gonna bring back a segment. Oh, I used to. I, I mean, I do this every week. I'm doing this. I do this every week during the football season. I mean, obviously, you can join along too. Um, it's the big dog of the week. Oh, shit. big dog of the week. It's preseason, and guess what? I saw something cool happen. I saw something really cool. My big dog of the week. Oh wait, I gotta do the. I gotta do the howl too. Shit, hold on. My big dog of the week. <laughs> 
Justin Reed, the safety that we just talked about that went to the Chiefs, banging home an extra point in preseason. You see that shit? No, I didn't. He came out as like a, a, a just like the fuck around, I guess, and he kicked the fucking extra point right down the pipe. Also, <laughs> on top of it, there was a. I looked it up because I was so fascinated. I'm like, can this guy actually kick field goals? In practice, he hit a 65 fucking yard field goal. No kidding. 65 yards from a safety. I was like, why is this guy like if he, if Justin Reed? I mean, he's a, he's a pretty good safety too. But shit, if you're in a pickle, that's the guy I want. Oh, Extend your career. Five yards. That's a fuck. That's a rope. And like, I mean, think about it. End of your career. You're done being a safety. Be a kicker. Yeah, no kidding. Be a kicker. <laughs> that's my big dog of the week, Nathan. What's your final thought? I I really don't have much. I'm tired of people driving terrible in the rain. I was thinking about that the other day. Oh my gosh. Missouri drivers in the rain. Missouri drivers. Never forget. Man. Oh, that's all I got though. People, what please happened? be better. Give give the story. So I don't even know what's going. Like I'm driving down the highway, sixty miles an hour, just cruising, and there's a car next to me, and they just I, I see this middle-aged woman looking over at me, getting over. I'm I'm right next to her. I'm like I'm laying on my horn. I don't know what to do. I just <laughs> I just held my ground and actually I ended up. Uh, Getting over a lane because she just insisted on moving me. <laughs> Them old ladies are ruthless. Be better. She wasn't old. Oh, she's just middle-aged. She's like a middle-aged woman. I was going to say, like, hot take, I think there should be a cap on how old you are. Like, For sure, 100%. You like, know what bothers me the most about old people? Like, old people are always the ones that, like, you're driving down the highway and you're doing the speed limit. And you're like, man, why am I gaining on that car so quickly? And then you realize they're doing 15 under. Hell yeah. Stop like that's, it. They got nowhere to be. That's threatening, you know? Like, I'm going, you know, 75, listen to Roses by Outcast. <laughs> I'm fucking jamming out. And then all of a sudden I get some old old lady in front of me. That's not good. It's dangerous. Bad interaction. Big dog on old lady actions. Oh, no, I can't say that. Okay. <laughs> that was a great, good fun. All right. Good, good, okay. good way ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nathan, you know what to say. Spread the word. Spread it.